The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Site Migration. Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering a case study that walks you through the steps of an enterprise grade site migration. Joining us for Site Migration Week is Doug Bell, who's the Chief Marketing Officer at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. So far this week, we've talked about the rationale behind Searchmetrics wanting to do a site migration getting ready for conducting that site migration, actually doing the development. And today we're going to talk about some of the early results that we've seen from Searchmetrics' site migration. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the fourth installment of Site Migration Week with Doug Bell, CMO of Searchmetrics. Doug, welcome back to Site Migration Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Good to be back. I'm excited that we're able to go open kimono and talk about search metrics migration, we've got to the point now where we've talked about everything but how things have gone all the way from ideation through development. So you get to the day when you're going to publish the new website. Talk to me about what that feels like and what are the steps that you go through before you hit the ignition? We started from the bottom of the funnel and worked our way up. And so we had nailed a lot of the things we talked about in prior episodes. We had our site speed looking very, very good. The architecture was great. We felt very confident about the process we were using for Search Console. We felt that all of those things would go well. We even felt very good about the 18,000 links we needed to migrate and all the mapping that happened there. But we started with the lead reg forms for a B2B company like ours. 
the website serves two purposes. Let's make it super simple, right? Purpose number one is it informs our prospects and customers about all the things we can do to help them. In other words, lots of good research and information to help them do their jobs better. And the other thing is it's got utility for us. It's got to be a site that allows prospects and customers to show interest and in return produce leads for us. We were not tackling the portion of the website, the knowledge center or the glossary or the blog that really helps the top of the funnel. We were we were tackling the bottom, right? We were tackling our highest performing pages, homepage, product pages and services pages. So that's where the testing began. Could it work? And actually, funny enough, Ben, we talked a couple of days ago about the stress around... I talked about driving a Ferrari, <laughs> maybe hitting the wrong pedal or two. But one of the things we discovered as a part of the testing process was that our Marketo firms were not speaking properly to the site. And that's not something typically in the past we'd run into. So that was our final anxiety piece. Once we got past that and saw that the entire site performed from a lead registration standpoint, the rest of it was really just about time and monitoring. So your big concern is making sure that the site is going to function appropriately. That's where you're worried, not necessarily whether the conversions would increase or decrease. And I'm going to go back to episode one, saying that the old site was a sick puppy and you can't go down from there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, your, your good friend and my good friend, Jordan Cooney, can I tell you how many times he told me that we need to do a new website? There was a point, I think he actually said this to me three or four times a day. So yeah, you know, I'd say overall, don't get too caught up in the voices out there, people have a really good reason to do this because it is a, a huge exercise. It's a big, big resource hog. And there's a lot of risk associated with it. So you can ignore the sick puppy voices like Ben's. Have a good reason. Your brand's not well represented or the site's underperforming. Sorry, Ben, I had to talk around you. Or you just listen to your CEO and trusted advisors when they say you should build a website. <laughs> but hey, whatever. Hey, Doug, let, tell me about how it actually went already. All right, you launched the new site. Give me some good news. Tell me about the metrics or is it just a pretty logo and, and things are tanking? It is. It's doing really well, Ben. I, I would say I'm very happy we were able to push it live before the coronavirus hit. I think that the flip side of that is unfortunately a lot of the stats that we were looking for in terms of conversions are happening because that's mostly a function of the whole market freezing up, if you will. But all of our other stats are very, very healthy. So we're not seeing... And so just to back up a wee bit without digging into all these numbers that we'll easily dig into... Really, for the first two to three weeks, what you're looking for is do no harm. So you want to see that your traffic to the site, however you measure that, whether that's visits or unique users, you want to make sure that that's stable. That's first. And you want that stability to be not prior month. You want it to be year over year. And then also, you're making sure that you're starting to approach stats for the next month, if you will. Right. So from that standpoint, Ben, we actually saw an increase in SEO visibility, which we were actually a little bit shocked by. And we're actually seeing more users hit the site. The challenge we have, unfortunately, is those users are not converting the ways that we would need to. So we're seeing tons and tons of card abandonment, much more so than we've ever seen, about a 40% increase there. And again, so there's a little bit of the, gee, I'm glad we got it out before the coronavirus really started impacting commerce. I'm really interested to see what happens post-coronavirus to see what type of zero performance we really should see from the site. We are seeing much higher engagement with the content on the site. So those are all things that I think are early indicators of future success. But for the moment, all the things we looked at from a is the site performing better standpoint, including site speed, SEO visibility, and the number of unique users visiting the site and how much they're engaging with the content, they have all improved. And that's 12 days into the launch itself. So thumbs up there. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. 
then you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so let me let me understand what I'm hearing here. The first thing that you're focusing on is do no harm, right? Are the pages being crawled? Are you getting essentially the same amount of visibility? And it sounds like your visibility actually increased, but the conversion rate has decreased slightly. Yeah, that's right, Ben. It has What's interesting is that our card abandonment rate has gone through the roof. So don't ever assume that you can take a stat like that and back it into and say you have good numbers. We have bad numbers right now, but we're seeing that across all of our properties, including social media. And before this divests into a COVID-19 coronavirus conversation, which by the way, great episodes this Monday with Jordan, great information. If you haven't listened to the episode, please do. I'm referring to the Managing in a Time of Crisis episode that was published yesterday. What I'd say overall is what we're seeing is a decline in conversions, but we feel like because of the card abandonment, that's likely related to people just being less certain. I think that's an important lesson. And Doug, I appreciate you being so candid. You, know, you can go through this entire site migration process. And, and the truth is you are, even if you're not changing your underlying architecture, on some level, you are reshuffling the deck. You're giving Google a lot of data to comb through and analyze and interpret and evaluate and rank. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And when you're seeing changes in card abandonment, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is related to the site migration. Sometimes there are macro factors that are also going to be impacting your business. COVID-19, the coronavirus, obviously taking the wind out of the sails in the B2B SaaS games. I think people are probably being more conservative with their budget. When you think about some of the metrics outside of conversion rate that you know you can benchmark Talk to me about what you're seeing from page indexing, from site speed. What are some of the other things? So we went from 7 to 4.1. And within the next week and a half, we'll get a 1.2 from a load standpoint. That's the first thing. Our engagement stats on each of the new pages that were updated have actually improved fairly significantly. So we've got better linger time. We have actually more people going to the forums. In other words, going to the form pages than we have in the past. So these are all very encouraging signs, Ben. Overall, the site is performing extremely well. It is rendering extremely well. And in some ways right now, what we're getting is just lots of really great feedback about its design. Now, we're a German company. I sit in San Mateo, California. You're a Peninsula guy as well. We have certainly a big US operation. But at the end of the day, we're a German company and the German team members are very precise. (laughs) And they find every detail. 
And I would say that overall, the feedback we've gotten across the German market and from our employees has been very, very strong. I'd also say, Ben, this is a long game, guys. You're, you're launching a product. And please, I would emphasize, think of your website as a product, almost as important as any other product you have in your portfolio. And so get it right. Get it out there. Don't fuss if COVID-19 hits the day after you launch your website. It is a long game. Make sure it's stable. Make sure the house is in order. If you had only listened to me and Jordan years ago, you would have had this problem. You would have had accurate data. Your card abandonment wouldn't be going down. Doug, would you just listen to us already? (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, Ben, what was the key thing I said? I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I talked about get your resources right. Make sure you have the people necessary to get it done. I think, Ben, you and I would say that as much as we wanted a new site a couple years ago, we really didn't feel like we had the resourcing to get it done. And this is not something to approach from my, sorry, pardon my language, from an half ass standpoint. Make sure those resources are there and that's something we've done really well. So Doug, now that the website is out and live and you're getting your preliminary data, you're dealing with a new world, how do you feel? How does the company feel? How have the people that you know have visited your websites reacted? What's the qualitative feedback, not necessarily the quantitative. It's been excellent. And I'm listening for bad feedback, actually, Ben. I have to say it's praise is useful, but I'm really looking for that you know, helpful feedback, that negative feedback. And so far, we've gotten some, to be sure. We have folks that have a incredibly strong design eye, and they've pointed to maybe a few pixels too much space here and there. But overall, the qualitative feedback has been really good. So folks, if you have bad feedback for me, I'm here. 1-800-DOUG-WANTS-BAD-FEEDBACK. Just give me a dial. I think that's an important thing to think about is that when you do launch your new or your newly fixed website, you still need to be open to accepting data. This is just the beginning of the process where that initial set of data is Google's first interpretation in terms of what your site visibility is going to be. Right, You have to go through the conversion rate optimization evaluation phase, looking at how people are getting through the website and trying to schedule demos, buy products, whatever the end goal of your website is. You also need to consider some of the macro concerns. In this case, the coronavirus crisis, obviously having a negative impact on the search metrics site. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more and talk about once you've migrated your site, how do you keep the momentum and the ball rolling? So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is marketadvocate, M-A-R-K-E-T-A-D-V-O-C-A-T-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. 
So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is Voices of Search, or you can reach out to me personally. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the last episode of Site Migration Week with Doug Bell, CMO of Search Metrics, where we talk about how to keep the momentum going after your site migration, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.